there's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first-class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom in Kennishead Road, Darnley. Let's go! Four days to go to the Cup final. Rangers against Celtic. I see Via Play announce the star lineup that they have. We've got one of that star lineup. John Hartson is with us here tonight. John, thanks for coming in midweek. How are you feeling? Four days to go. I'm feeling good, Paul. I'm very much looking forward to the weekend. It's uh, it should be a cracking game. We obviously going to get uh, we're going to get our teeth into it as the show goes on. But uh, no, they're very difficult games to call. Actually, you know, it's yeah. uh, a lot of it is on the day. Who turns up? Who know who's going to be the the hero? Which team defends better? Who gets a grip of the midfield? You have got lots yep. of individual battles all over the park. So and there's so many of them coming. So Both many. teams ne- on ne- form. Neither team want to give an inch, you know. So it's yeah. uh, it's a crack. I'm looking forward to it. If you want to speak to John Hartson, 08, 08 17, 17 700. and with him, the man with uh, five Scottish League Cup medals. John, you've got two. It's Barry Ferguson. Barry, it's getting closer and closer. I haven't seen you for... Uh, are you sleeping okay ahead of the game? <laughs> yeah, no, listen, I, I'm, as John says there, I think everybody's looking forward to it for the simple fact there's two teams, certainly since they've come back after the World Cup break and fine for them. The exact same points domestically, both have won semi-finals in the League Cup, both are into the quarter-finals of the Scottish Cup and two very attack-minded teams. Certainly Rangers have changed since Michael Beale's come in. And he knows what to expect from a, an Ange Postacoglu Celtic side to have really strong going forward, full of energy. So, yep, I, I'm, I can't wait. I think it's going to be a, an absolute ding-dong a, 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 a final. And um, and it's very much... It's a toss of the coin for me. Yeah, I've got, got the coin here. I've got the coin here. We're well, going to toss it between now and seven. the right side. <laughs> Is that the, the Queen's head on it or the King? They're not out yet, are they? The new ones. 0808 17 17 700. Barry Ferguson and John Hartson. We've got the big two, two of the biggest names in football. And I'm we think it's too close to Big John. Uh, yeah, yeah, we've changed it. I'll explain why in a second or two. Here. I know. Quite reach, but I, there's no, no there's but I'm, I'm, I know. Have you not noticed that? That's right. I know. That's why I missed his fade at the beginning there. It's uh, the 10 yard rule normally, but uh, we're closer tonight. So, Barry. And John, 0808 17 17 700. And you can join the conversation as well because this is the 16th battle in a League Cup final, the Via Play final, 16th meeting between them. Rangers have the upper hand, nine wins, Celtic have six. But Rangers, as you know, haven't lifted that trophy since March 2011. And the first final between them was Celtic's famous victory, 7 1 over Rangers. Rangers fans may have thought they'd have forgotten that, Barry, but people still give it. The 7-1 still means something to the Celtic fans. Uh, it's things that go I, on and on, isn't it? I, I, know if I, was way, I can't even remember. I wasn't around. But <laughs> it's something in folklore. Um, you've got such a great record. Five finals for you, five wins, yeah? Yeah, a, a decent record, Paul. Um, a lot of people make that it's not important, but for me, any trophy, um, when, when you reach the final... 
the last thing you want to be doing is is going up um, first to collect the, the runners up medal. You don't want to be doing that. Listen, Rangers have got an opportunity to take the trophy off Celtic, but it's going to be a tough ask. I keep saying it. You've got to be respectful. Celtic are a very good team under Ange Postecoglou, and they've got players that can certainly hurt you. But on the flip side of that, you've seen the change since Michael Beals come in. Rangers now have got players playing in in top of form. Um, so yep, again. I'm looking forward to it and as I said it's, it's going to be a close one and I think there's going to be goals in it Paul if I'm being honest with you The cup holders are Celtic as you know Ange Postacoglu won it last year he's looking forward to this final Yeah looking forward to it um, Yeah, it's cup final and uh, trophy on the line and uh, yeah, it's one of three on offer domestically so you want to try and uh, particularly if you got to a final um, make sure we're ready for, for the day and, uh, and perform well and uh, hopefully get the job done It worked for Ange Postacoglu what a start to his career last year winning this League Cup yeah, well, of course. Ange and Celtic, he'll, he'll want to do his utmost um, to retain the trophy. From Michael Beale's point of view, um, he will want to win his first manager, uh, first trophy as actual manager. Um, when he's taken the reins himself, you know, there's talk about uh, if Rangers do manage to, to beat Celtic on Sunday, then they might take a little bit of momentum. Obviously, confidence you know, into the final 12 games, whatever there's left, they'll still have that that nine-point gap to, to close. But um, in terms of winning the trophy, um, just having that sort of monkey off your back, mm-hmm. if you like, you know, such a such a huge game, um, you know, they, they'll take an awful lot of confidence. And I think the same happened last season with Ange. I think he's only in the, in the door six months and he wins his first trophy, then they go on to win the they go on to win the the league on the back of that. So there's a lot of riding on the game, if you like. Um, and as I said, I, th- I think I think Barry's right. I think um, the league cup is is it's a cup. There's there's three domestic cups to win here in Glasgow. It goes down on your CV. Barry's proud to have won five. I'm proud to have won two. And it, it it's very very important for the supporters. You know. Um, it's a case of, you know, both clubs are still in the running to, to win a treble. Um, you know, whoever can win it will give you great confidence. Of course, Rangers have a bit to do, obviously, to catch yeah. Celtic in the league. They understand that. I mean, I said that to Peter Grant last night. He said, are you yeah. kidding? Celtic will win the league. He gave me a bit of a, you know, a bit of a stern well, look at that point. Well, nobody's handed out league trophies no, in, yeah. in, at, sure. in the beginning of March, at the end of February, whatever yeah. we are. So I think it's game by game. Anything yeah. can happen. Sure. We've seen Celtic drop points away at St Mirren this season. You know, and, and the bottom line is you want to keep winning, you want to keep yep. driving on three points at a time. That's the way you win the league. Huge rivalry between the two. Let's hear from Michael Beale. He's looking forward to this game so much. It's a huge game for, for our football club and everyone involved, the fans, the players, myself and my staff. It's a huge privilege to be involved in this game. I think I always uh, contemplate that, you know, that a rivalry like this that's world-renowned, it's, I believe, the biggest... Uh, rivalry in the world and we're privileged as a, as a country to have it here. I think it's a fantastic final for the neutral. I don't remember a game where the two teams went into it in such fine form as well. So really looking forward to it. Can't wait for Sunday to finally arrive and all the preparations to be out of the way. And uh, yeah, as I say, really looking forward to it. Barry, what about the Rangers injuries? Is it a, It's not a smoke screen, but the manager, he spoke about Tillman, he spoke about the others. But do you think the key players will be all fit for Sunday? I honestly don't know, Paul, but I, I'm not too concerned mm-hmm. because of the signings that he's made in, in January in terms of uh, Raskin and, and Cantwell. If you're going to lose 
Lundstrom and Ryan Jack, for instance, yeah. I, I would be more than comfy with Raskin and, and Kamara and of Tillman, who's been exceptional this season, is going to miss through a hamstring injury. I would be totally comfy with Cant Cantwell playing there. That's the beauty of having a a big squad with a lot of quality. That's what Celtic have had for the last 18 months. And now um, Michael Beale obviously is, is trying to build that. So I would have been concerned a couple of months ago, mm -hmm. but I'm not as concerned now with obviously the, the injuries. Ideally, you want everybody fit and available, um, but sometimes that doesn't happen. Can you remember a game going into a cup final, Rangers-Celtic, with both teams playing so well? No, I, I was trying to actually think back. The, their records are identical yeah. since the uh, back after the World Cup break I, I can't remember I might be wrong um, and, and that's why I'm looking forward to it so much because both of them are, are um, equal maybe Celtic have scored well no maybe I know Celtic have scored a few more goals yeah. and probably Celtic's performances have been better Rangers have been some games excellent other games not as good but in terms of points domestically winning semi-finals and winning games to get into the quarter-final of the Scottish Cup, um, they're pretty similar at this moment in time. So that's why I'm really looking forward to Sunday. Only on Go Radio can you get Barry Ferguson and John Hartson. 0808 17 17 700. We'll talk about that amazing game last night. Many of us uh, have been talking about it. Yet Hamilton Ike is winning against yeah, uh, Inverness Cali, yeah. but also Liverpool against Real Madrid. What a match last night. And uh, Luka Modric, if there's a better player pound for pound in his age we'll come to that shortly we mentioned that Barry and John are only what a yard from each other because we've got a very special guest here in the Go Radio studio and we welcome we're delighted to see you Kieran Burns joining us good evening Kieran how are you? Hi there, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm, I'm feeling a bit intimidated next to these two legends here. So. Well, you know how I feel every week with these two. So you are the host of the All About Ability podcast and you play for Scotland in the power chair football. Yes, that's correct. Uh, I've been playing professional football for the last 12 years. I hope you're good um, in with these two. Yeah. Oh, we should get these two in a chair, see how they get on with that. Cause <laughs> I, there's more skill involved than you'd think. I mean, we, we, we just went to... Geneva in August and qualified for the European Championships. Fantastic, which yep. was amazing. It was, it was a, there was a, there was so many good games, but one particular one, I mentioned from my own ego here right now, right? Yeah. But what's your team? <laughs> Let's tell everyone your team. Uh, FC United is who okay. I play for. Yep. They're associated Glasgow. with the FC United uh, Prevention Against Suicide Sus organisation. Yep. Um, I've actually just started playing with them this season. Okay. Before then, I played for Clyde for ten years or so. Right. And we we started this team because. I wanted to get players that were all kind of going to give up on the sport mm -hmm. and bring them together. So because I'm, you know, I'm one of the best. So <laughs> I wanted yeah. to help elevate other players and and put more attention to the sport, which is why I'm here today. Fantastic. And I know you love. We'll talk about the the game on Sunday as well. You, you probably follow one of the. I gathered that when I asked for hello, <laughs> and we were doing the, the, the at the beginning. We just checked the microphones. You can guess the rest of that one. Uh, John will come to his. So. What, how much support is there? You're trying to get more support from the big clubs, is that right? You, to yeah. get involved and have a power chair football team. Yes, that's exactly it. I mean, I'm a big Celtic fan. Um, so I'm glad that Barry's sitting over there. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's going to bust my tyres if I keep going on with that. <laughs> he might still. <laughs> but no, no I, I, um, I've been going to Celtic games since I was a wee boy. And for me, one of the things that really stood out was that everyone always, if you're a fan of any team, you always have it in the back of your head that you could maybe one day play for the team that you support. And, you know, for anyone in the wheelchair, that hope doesn't exist. And for me, that resulted in feeling very lonely and very sort of disconnected from the sport that I loved. 
Um, so I kind of made a promise to myself as a wee as a wee guy that one day if the opportunity came up and I and I managed to find myself in this amazing sport, Pembrokeshire football, where I'm now in a position one of the kind of older guys. I mean. The beer's going to get grey one of these days. What but age are you? I'm 26. Right, you're just a boy. But, yeah. I've, but yeah. I've been playing since I was yeah. like 14, so it feels like yeah. forever. Uh-huh. Um, and how are you going to get the bigger clubs to get involved then? Well, that's the key. I've actually had meetings with Celtic mm-hmm. and they're aware of the progress the Scotland team has made. And f- the message that I'm giving to them is that I, I'm trying to say to them, look, we are, power chair users are the most vulnerable of all disability categories. There's no other sport that we can play. And... When you look at all the para football sports, yeah. PowerShell football is the only sport that a PowerShell user can play. And having ha- the impact it could have socially for anyone in the wheelchair, mm-hmm. being able to have Celtic and Rangers, and as soon as one of these teams gets involved, mm-hmm. we'll get everyone, you know, they'll all start to follow. And, and they, they both do a lot in the community. We know that with the foundations. Yeah. So what's the what did Celtic say to you? Are they looking at it to try and help? They are interested. The, the issue, the nagging issue mm-hmm. for the foundation was that they don't do anything competitive. And, uh, and Pelagia yeah. football is a very competitive sport. Yeah. You know, I, I always imagined, like, see if you could have... Uh, a men's team and a women's team and a Pembrokeshire football team and mm-hmm. they, they had me next to Callum McGregor that kind of image for example yeah. the impact I could have for every for anyone with a disability throughout Scotland you know it could change how everyone looks at it because football as we all know is such a big part of everyone's life especially yeah. in Scotland and I think that if we can use that passion that everyone has to, to, to have them be able to look at disabilities and go oh maybe maybe they're not so different you know, yep. that's for me. It's about normalising disability and showing that we are just as capable as everyone else. I train as hard as any other athlete that you could. Put. I, I've, I've been at the gym, and done a ten k today. You're kidding? I've been, yeah. yeah wow. I've, I've yeah. actually, I knew Kieran before he came in tonight. It's obviously great to see yeah. him again. But I've, I've done a podcast with him as well yeah. in the past. And I tell you what, you know, he's out there on social media and some of his some of his training methods and what he puts in. Honestly, it's inspirational. It really is. You know, and and to think that he's got a disability, but it's not stopping him. He's still very, very determined. All he needs is is to, is he needs more support. You know, he needs more awareness about what's happening. And uh, hopefully, you know, people will listen to him and, and get behind him. I think the awareness side of it coming on this show is listened to by lots and lots of people. So I hope you get what you achieve, Kieran, and I hope you get what you want. You know, and I think it's very important. Barry, it's great to meet him, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, to be honest with you, I love hearing stories like yeah. that, um, what Kieran's just discussed there for four or five minutes um, or so. It's great that Celtic have took their time to speak to him. Now, hopefully other clubs will open the door for Kieran to go in and, and have a chat and hopefully they can take something from it. Brilliant. James, the producer, has got him in so he can be on here with me and John and, and um, people can listen to, to his story. So, yeah. I love hearing it and hopefully if Kieran I'm a big believer in just keep with it and keep trying and I'm sure if he does that um, hopefully he can get his wish um, I know his wish would probably be managing Celtic's power tier team um, but hopefully Eventually. other clubs like Rangers yeah. my former club and none of big clubs in Scotland will listen and, and take um, head of what Kieran says there. It would be brilliant if Barry's old club got involved and your you know, your favourite team, Celtic, get involved with us. It's good they've met you in the foundation. Maybe it's the teams themselves. Look, they can't do everything. I get it. Gordon Reid's an inspiration, isn't he? The Paralympian tennis player. And he's been on our programme and he's phenomenal. Have you met Gordon? I've not met Gordon, but I'm fully aware of how amazing he is. Yeah. And I think that 
he's a great example of how if we get when we get more coverage and we get the chance to go yep. on these platforms, it, mm. it can really raise awareness for how difficult it is to live life with a disability, but also just normalise the fact that we are out here living life. We're not yep. we're not hidden in some corner of society and having you know I'm a Celtic fan, but don't get me wrong, if, if Rangers are the first team to do this, whichever one of the two starts it, everyone else will follow. And like you say, they do a lot of work in it, but. Yep. To give you a, a little bit of a background on it, my there's a lot of players that in the time that I've been playing it have sadly passed away since then, and you know it's a difficult thing to speak about. But yeah. they, when we talk about this sport, that there's a life limiting factor. A lot of the players have muscular dystrophy, Duchenne, which is usually results in them passed away before they're thirty. And for me, it's like this is wanting to make their dreams possible sooner rather than later. Yeah. Is there's a very time sensitive thing, which is why. I work hard every day to make that possible. Brilliant, Kieran. Uh, Stephen Reside has been on a number of times, big Motherwell fan, but he's also got a pod- podcast and he's trying to get Scottish football clubs to improve the conditions for the spectators with disabilities. Um, and he does a great job as well. We'll maybe put you in touch with Stephen. Well, Barry, wouldn't it be great if your old club gets a, does it at the same time as Celtic or whatever? I mean, all the clubs, you want everyone involved. And I know, I know they get asked so many things, but it would be great if Rangers got involved. Yeah, well, the important thing, as I said, that at least Celtic have opened the door for Kieran to go in and, and speak. Yep. And as I said, we're doing that. Yep. And Kieran been on here, and yep. thousands of people listening to this um, show. Hopefully, Rangers will open the door for Kieran to go in and have a chat. And then, as Kieran says, I'm sure once that happens and yep. somebody starts up a team, mm-hmm. I'm sure the rest will follow. Hopefully, big oh, bad John oh, at Celtic as well. Maybe. Who else have you had, Kieran? Yep. I know you had a few of the lads on your your podcast. Who have you had on? Uh, well, well I've, yeah. I've always been trying to get more football players on, but actually, yeah. this coming Tuesday, I've got Cradle coming on. Oh, brilliant! So Cradle will be a great oh, guest. He's um, fantastic. Yeah. He, he, well, he can open a few doors at Rangers for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, for sure. He would eat sure. a few doors, Cradle. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll pay for that one tomorrow morning, won't we? Yeah, no, uh, but, no, listen, I hope it goes really well. And, and, and all the major clubs, uh, I think we might be at Aki's at the weekend. Here's breaking news. I think yeah, Barry went off to Hamilton against Queen's Park. Yep. yep. I'm going to so, go down and watch my, my local team hopefully get another three points. But um it's going to be a hard one. Queen's Park are, are a fine team. It sure is. Kieran, what about the match itself on Sunday? What do you think is going to happen? They're both coming in, you know, great record, you know the story. Uh what do you reckon? What's who are the key players for? Rangers, who's worrying you from Rangers? Well, I would say, you know. When I heard Tillman might be injured, I, th- I thought that that would be a big loss for Rangers. He's been he seems to be a, quite a standout yeah. in the last few weeks. Um, but like Barry said, they built it up a, a, a much stronger squad than they've had in recent years, and and you can't argue with the, the will to win that they've had. That that mm-hmm. was all against Aberdeen, been been two one down, two, scoring two goals in stoppage time. You don't see that very often, and the record that they've had since then has, has been amazing. So, like we we're talking about, I think that this is the closest final that we're going to have. There is a bit more pressure, I feel, on Michael Beale in the sense that the league for Ange is almost he's almost got one hand in the trophy. It feels like, yeah. but but then again, the the way I look at it is he's only had one transfer window. He's not really had that much time. If he can win this cup against Ange Postecoglou's very settled Celtic team, then I think it leaves on a marker for Rangers for future to, to show that they can compete as 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 much as it pains me to say that. But I think that we're in for a really good spectacle. Are you saying you think Rangers are going to win? <laughs> That's a different question, isn't it? I, I think that Celtic will edge it, but I, I do think that psychologically it could be a big moment for Michael Beale to show that he is a capable manager that can win trophies from Celtic. Just like when Andrew won against Hibs, when, we, when Celtic beat Hibs in the final last year, you know, we had a very short team, short squad at the time and yeah. 
it was it was it was his time to show that he could compete against Rangers, and he did that by winning the trophy. So this is a good chance for Michael to be to lay down the same marker. Anything you want to ask these two, who have played at the highest level, two football heroes. I'll tell you what, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll talk to them more about the big game and a wee bit more about your own. You're through to the Euros with the Scotland team, power chair football. It's fantastic. Kieran, will you stay with us? The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom in Kennishead Road, Darnley. Let's go! Paul Cooney in the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors with three winners here tonight. John Hartson, Barry Ferguson and Kieran Burns who's through to the Euros with Scotland's power chair football team. And we're just chatting. He's given you a bit no, of he's, stick. He's given me and John a fair bit of yeah. stick. Um, Yep, his tyres are definitely getting laid down. <laughs> Was it I'll something along that. the lines as he got to a Euro? He yep. wouldn't have said that to you, would he? He's got to a Euros and me and John haven't. Um, oh. So, yep, he's given us a bit. I don't mind that, but I don't mind yeah, yeah. John, you were on the podcast with him. You said he's a good lad. He is <laughs> a good lad. He's a good lad. And as I said, he trains like a Trojan. Inspirational. Yeah. Mm. You know, he's got what you it's that arm by Kieran, isn't it? Yes, that's it. It's, it's the size of his arm, yeah. By the way. What's it like? Let's see. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, the guns out, the yeah. guns yeah. out, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, if you've not got a good legend, you make, make the most of the arms, that's yeah. what I say. So, um, but no, 10k already today, you said, yeah, 10k is done. We are 53 days into 2023, and I have done a 10k every single day oh, wow. to this point. Unbelievable, that's a great mind as well. A great mindset yep. to have. I think it's just to encourage people that you can make the most of what you have every day and, and not let the world tell you what you can and can't do. That's why the name of the podcast is all about ability. It's about focusing on what you can do, not what you can't. And for most of my young life, I've been told, you can't do this, you can't do that. But I think that showing people that if I had somebody when I was a, a younger that I could look up to and see in a wheelchair doing this and putting themselves out there, it would have made me feel a lot more comfortable with myself. So that's what I'm trying to do. How long have you been playing wheelchair? Power uh, chair football since 2011, I think. Okay, I think yeah, so just 10. over 10, 11, 12 years. Yep, there was a the first ever session, there was me and four other players, and I'm I am the only player left from the very first session of power chair football. Wow, so I'm um, you know, well done, uh, yeah, and you're only 26, it, but it's you're making the most of it, which uh, is fantastic. And we do hope the football clubs then because you it would be important to get those to get closer to them to have a a Celtic team, a Rangers team, and the other top clubs as well, they all listen to the show. And I know it's not easy. There's a pressure on the football clubs, but that's good that Celtic have met you, and I'm sure Rangers will as well. And talk it about it. It takes nothing to chat. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's the way I, I, I look yep. at it, and I'm sure, um, with Kieran speaking on here, I'm sure yep. a few clubs will hopefully open the door and, and let them come in and um, hold a bit of talks and, and see what it, it takes them. But listen, it's a brilliant attitude to have. I, I mean... Can do as he's saying yep. when he's younger, he's he's been told that he can't do certain things. Um, for me, if you've got that sort of attitude, you go a long way in life. And you've come in your own. Do you, do you drive? Uh, you, not quite yet. I've actually just signed for my provisional, so I'm going to ho right. hopefully start learning how to drive soon. But um, that's been something that's been a bit on the back burner because of lockdown and stuff like that. Um, but listen, if I, you drive like him, let us know when you uh, when you qualify. <laughs> seen him driving yeah. his wheelchair. He was struggling. Was to get <laughs> I wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening, you're like I'm not drunk out of it through it. Yeah. Um, but no. Kim, what do you want to ask the two guys? So, right, you, you're a Celtic fan. You've big John Hartson just, what, a yard away from you. What would you ask John? 
That's a tough question. You're putting me in the spot there. Right, I'll come back to it in a second <laughs> or two, and then one for, for Barry okay. as well. Oh, Just okay, think yeah. of the cup finals, the matches they've played for Scotland, for Wales, mm -hmm. the players they've played against, some of the greatest. I mean, Modric, did you see him last night? Or you remember you were oh, training? I was. I, I, I did catch him, and you know right. what? It's one of those things where it just shows you if you keep if you take care of yourself and you keep that mentality, you yeah. can you can play right to the top level. Barry, you've played against him a few times. Look yeah, and, and you know what? I, I can't believe that he's he's not he doesn't get mentioned up with the greats. For me, he is he's one of the greatest midfielders. Mm. I honestly believe that, and he just get better wage. And again, I know I've said this a few times. Just watching him last night, it's a joy, an absolute joy at thirty-eight running the midfield. Um, just technically unbelievable and he looks to me if he can go on another couple of years but for me he's he's been one of the best in the last 10-15 years 100% about that and John your old club Celtic were up against him in Real Madrid not that long ago yeah he's a class act you know he's a class act I remember Harry up telling me how good he was for Spurs him uh, and Dembele in the middle of the park there when obviously Gareth Bale was on fire for Spurs for a few seasons. Um, and then he's gone on to Real Madrid. He's won five Champions Leagues uh, medals. He's, he's, he's won... Five. Five he's got. Um, and, and obviously he's on for another one if they keep on playing the way they did last night. You can't see... Obviously, you know, you've got, you have Napoli and, you know, one or two others, Man City, I, I do. That's what they want. They want the Champions League, don't they, Man City? But... Uh, you know, as I said, he's just a class act. You know, he knows exactly where where his next pass is. He looks so well, takes it side on, great vision, great passer of the ball, and and he can strike the ball as well. If he gets off a yard, he, you know, he lets a shot go. And I'm just delighted he's retiring from Croatia <laughs> now right. because he's in the same group, the Euro, uh, the that, European Championships group as Wales. So that's good news for you, John. At least we haven't yeah. got to you know cope with uh, with Modric, <laughs> but no, very very special player, incredible player. We might be hearing from Borna Barisic shortly. He's been speaking to the media this afternoon. This time yesterday, we had new uh, material from Ange Postacoglu and also from Michael Beale. Um, Ange, quite rightly, having no talk of... Uh, You've got to win one before you even think about winning two or even think about winning three. So, you know, to me, that's uh, to start, um, you know, talking about stuff that is totally out of our control right now. All, all we can do is, is, like I said, prepare well and be ready for for a big game on Sunday and try and win a trophy. Beyond that, uh, come Monday, whatever happens, uh, we'll have preparation for another game and um, that's that's going to be our focus. From Michael Beale, the big news was the injury list. No real positive news right now. Uh, none of the boys returned to training today. We know we have a long in injury list. We've had it for the time that I've been back in and, and prior to me coming back. Um, I thought the team that you saw at the weekend will be very close to the type of team we've put out at, uh, for this cup final. And it performed well. If we get one or two additions back, that will be a bonus, but I'm not counting on it right now. John, you can see that the Rangers squad is getting stronger, isn't it? He does have options that he didn't have even two months ago. No, and um, you know they're winning games. I think Barry and Kieran made the point earlier on that... Uh, you know, Celtic seem to be winning three, four, five, playing scintillating football, scoring lots and lots of goals. Whereas Rangers have gone behind in a lot of the games and they've had to show a different way to win. You know, they've had to show spirit, great character when you're not at your best, still finding a way to win. That's a sign of a very good side. When you haven't particularly played well, you've gone behind in the game and you've managed to claw it back and then go on and win the game. So, you know, two different variations of how to win a game, really. Um... 
But yeah, he's had a few injury problems. He knows that. You can't do nothing about about injuries anyway. But he's sick about talking about injuries. Yeah. You know, uh, you just want fit players to choose from. And uh, and cup final week, John. Sorry, I mean nobody's ever hundred percent fit, are they? Very rarely. So you'd have to be really bad to miss out. I know that the manager said, "I trust my players to tell me if they're fit enough for the final." Yeah, well, you'll have a look at them during training. They won't do an awful lot. It'll just yeah. be a normal week. You know, the, the the players will be excited. They'll they'll want to go win the game for themselves first and foremost, and obviously for the club. You know, the support and everything else, they'll know it'll be ingrained into them what it means to go and win a trophy for their clubs. Um, but he'll have a look at it. He knows what he's got to choose from. And uh, he's got some good players. He, he, he'll he try and have his best players, the Tillmans, the Kents and the Moreloses, you know, the players. Raskin, maybe you like the Raskin, the, the yeah. players that can make a difference for him, the potential match winners. That's who he wants out on the park. Looking at Celtic, Barry, who are the... The, the Moyes fits Turnbull's fits so I think it's uh, it's a full deck that they've got who are the players you'd be thinking about <laughs> quite, quite a few of them been honest yeah. listen I, I'm being respectful when I'm saying this like Jota Kyogo Maida Moy for me has been probably Celtic's best player since um, coming back after the World Cup break Callum McGregor who's the, the real driving force in the middle of the pitch Hitati um, so Rangers will have their work cut out Rangers need to be at their best um, but as I said Paul Rangers are starting to gain a bit of strength and depth players are starting to find a bit of form one player jumps out at me is Ryan Kent he's now scored a few goals more assists he's looking more dangerous he looks really good in that free role that Michael Beal's created for him so yeah as I said both sets of teams play an attacking style of football and that's why I think there'll be gaps at the back. And that's why I think there will be goals in the game. I wonder what your team would be. Kieran's with us, Kieran Burns, who's a Celtic fan. Uh, who would you play? Let's just say up front, would you be going... Right, Kyogo, he's in. Yeah, yes, he's, of course. You get John Hart's in there, so I'm sure you'd agree with uh, the out-and-out striker. Um, is it Maeda? And... Do you know, I know that everybody would probably be thinking Maeda and Jota, but I would actually go with Abada. Why? Um, because he always seems to never go in these big games. And I actually really fancy Jota on the left against Tavernier as well. Right. So personally speaking, that would be my fancy. Barry, what do you think of that? He, he makes a, a valid point. A, a bad, a previous and all firm games has caused Barisic problems. Yeah. So it, it'd be interesting to see what Postacoglu goes with there. I mean, there's a race in Cert Kyogo's going to be through the middle. <laughs> I think Jota will play on the left-hand side and I think that right side will be between Maeda and Abad and it's a no-bad choice to have. And then don't rule out James Forrest as well. I know he might not start, but he's still a quality operator. John? I think the one thing we can almost guarantee is if 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 you know if Abada doesn't start, you'll see him. You'll see him after 70 minutes. You'll see two or three other players. Ange likes to make three or four changes because his team press so high, press so with high tempo um, and I think I'd be very surprised if there was many changes I think Maeda starts Jota starts the midfield will be Moy, McGregor Hitati Kyogo through the middle and they'll be back four as we know it'll be Johnson Carter Vickers uh, Starfelt and Taylor Harting goal I don't think it changes but you don't mean to say that you won't see Turnbull you might see as Barry says you might see James E. Forrest um, you might see oh oh yep. coming on up top Difficult to say that, isn't it? Oh, Go on, I quite like how you say it. Sound like Father Christmas tonight. Oh, oh, oh. But no, you might see him come on, sure. you know. But and uh, you're Moy rather than O'Reilly. Yeah, yeah, Moy, yeah, yeah sure. Moy's, Moy's actually 
broke his way in. He's yeah. made he's made himself a regular, you know, in he's recent a good weeks. John. He's yeah, good. very good. Yes. Yeah, as I said, he's he's got great experience, yeah. and he Brighton had his field numerous Australian caps. Free transfer, good player. So that for me, Paul, that 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 yeah. Celtic team, I'd, I'd be surprised if if he wavers from that, you know. But we you never know with with Angie. Sometimes he can check a few surprises in, but all for the benefit of obviously the the team trying trying to pick okay. a team that can win the game. I'm going to hand it over now to the host of the podcast, um, all about ability, Kieran. What's your questions for John and Barry? Okay, so I thought of a couple of good questions here. I think I think I think we've belonged to a winner here. So okay. Um, on the t- on the day of the League Cup final, I actually have a couple of games myself in Pulitzer football for my team FC United. We are playing the two top teams in our league. And as I mentioned earlier, I'm one of the more experienced players. But this is the first time in my time playing the sport where I'm kind of, the team is based around me and I'm having to put, in order for us to win the game, I'm going to need to produce something special. I'm going to need to uh, get a couple of goals and things like that. So it got me thinking about John and how, you know, when you're preparing for a big game like this, a cup final, how do you? What is your process in making sure that you're staying composed in front of goal? Well, I'm hoping for a, a pinpoint cross <laughs> where I'm got to do an awful lot. You know, I played yeah. with great players. Like on the right, we had a Gat. On the left, we had Alan Thompson. I knew that Larson and Chris would had the ability to slide me in. The likes of Lambert, Petrov, Lennon. I knew with these guys, they were winners. They were serial winners. Good players, internationals, and. I'm hoping that obviously I can make an impact on the game. I'm, I wasn't too nervous. I think you know it's a big game, but you can't get too wet up with the occasion, although that's difficult. You try and treat it as an ordinary game, but you know as soon as you come out at Hamden, both sides, one half is Celtic, one half is Rangers, you know it's a big game. There's, there's so much riding on it. You want to win it for the supporters, obviously, not just in the stadium. You want to win it for all the, you know, the Celtic supporters around the globe, getting up all times through the night, middle of the night, yeah. and these things, you know, different countries. So straight away for me, I'm hoping to make an impact. I want to get my first touch sorted. I want to go win my first header. These type of things, but try to stay not too nervous. I didn't want to get too, you know, but obviously the the nerves come. But then again, um, you know, you're just trying to play your play your part in the game. So get the better of my, you know, my direct opponent. If it was Craig Moore, if it was Amaruso, or one of these guys. And your question for Barry? Well, Barry, uh, a lot of people. Well, Barry, <laughs> well, Barry I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to give you a compliment here, right? So. Write this down because it might be the last compliment you get from me. <laughs> you're one of the best, you know, according to a lot of people would say that you're one of the best leaders that Scotland has had in my lifetime anyway. And, and I would say that, you know, it's hard to argue that. So we spoke about earlier about how Michael Beale had a chance to get a lead on a marker and show that he can compete against Ange Postecoglou with Celtic team. And it got me thinking, like, if you were in that dressing room before you're about to go down the tunnel, what would you be saying to the team? Very good question. Um, I, I think that there is pressure on Michael Beale. There is pressure on this this group of players. But John made a good point. I, I think they've got to take a bit of emotion out of it and don't be too nervous leading up to the game. I mean, I, w- I would be trying. M- my job when I was in the dressing room, I had to identify who were the ones that were a bit nervous. or I could leave the ones that had the cool heads that were a bit more relaxed. And that's that's what what I, I I generally done. Certainly in the old firm games. I mean, I had a bit of nerves myself, no doubt about it. I had to take myself out of situations and go into the toilet or into the shower room because um, it meant I wouldn't say more to me, but I, I was a local boy and I, I grew up 
obviously um, a Rangers fan but the mistake I made was to see the first three or four games I played it as a fan a supporter and the game kind of passed by me and I never really played well mm. and that made me think where I had to write you know what refocus and um, redo what I, I had to do to play a play against Celtic but in terms of being a leader listen it's up to the guys in the dressing room it just wasn't me as a captain there was other guys John mentioned it like Amoruso Craig Moore a lot of guys do different jobs in the in the dressing room but Rangers need to be composed they know they're under a bit of pressure because they need to I think they need to lay a marker down in, in Celtic because it's clear that Celtic are the forum team they're nine points head, um, head in the league for a reason so I think they realise how big a a week this is and how big a game this is and and Sunday but it's about having level heads and no going out and trying lay a marker like if I was playing against somebody I would make sure I would be up against them but sometimes you would go over the top they need to keep 11 men on the pitch absolutely they need I, to keep a level that's, head that's the point for me Barry discipline cool heads mm -hmm. because people play better when they're cool and they're calm and they're collected when you're flying in, you cannot win. If you go down to 10 men, you let your team down. All the all the philosophy, all that formation, everything goes out the window. The manager has to change things. Um, you know, you, and you've got to keep your discipline in that sort of cauldron, if you like. Um, and it's not easy. It's not easy, especially nowadays. You know, mm -hmm. 20 years ago, when we and Barry were going at it, you could get away with, you know, firing into somebody a slide tackle, maybe a little bit late, as Barry said, putting a marker down. Nowadays, you put a marker down, you're sent off. Yep. These are the yep. rules now. The referees are sending yeah. you off. Years ago, you could almost say to the referee, oh, come on, ref, first sure. one. Mm -hmm. First one, ref, come on, let me off with that. But he's got three people in the farm machine. He's spot yeah. on, because I would be saying to my, my teammates, you need to be 100% in your mind that you're going to win the ball because anything else you know what it's like now with referees they get, for me yeah, they, they just hand yellow cards out for no reason we've got VAR as well um, so yeah I, I would be saying we need to keep a level head but also you know the importance that it is about winning the first trophy of the season and for from Rangers point of view you need to see how Celtic are going to react yep. we've only seen it once this season when they get beat with, with, Celtic, uh, with sorry, St Myrna yep. Um, and Paisley and they reacted in the right manner but this is different this is against your fiercest rivals and if you lift the trophy and you dominate the game how are Celtic going to react to falling game? Character yep. you need character even sometimes when you go a goal behind you know don't don't um, think it's all over you know then you need players to step up you need players to be brave Take it in at Ibrox, you know, go and want to get the ball when the crowd is near you and you're getting called all sorts of obscenities and the Rangers players are the same when they come to Celtic Park. It's a real, real difficult situation when you go behind because you know the opposition crowd are up, they're flying, they've got momentum, all of a sudden all them players want the ball. You have then got to somehow dig in and get yourself back in the game and that takes character. Two great answers from two great questions. Kieran Burns, thanks so much for joining us. We'll speak to you again. Good luck with the football clubs. Yep. No, I appreciate it. I appreciate it being on. And, and just to reiterate what we were talking about earlier with the clubs, like if I get in a room with any of these clubs, I guarantee you when we get out there, they will have signed a document of some kind. So, yeah. so hopefully this will, this will help with that. And I really appreciate it coming on and, and we've been talking to these legends here. So Brilliant. Good luck, Kieran. Good luck. Brilliant to speak with you. All About Ability podcast. Kieran Burns, Scotland's Power Chair Football Champion. And we wish you all the very best. Thanks, Kieran.
Are you sticking to your scoreline? Barry's asking there just at that point. We'll talk about that during the break. We never got your scoreline. <laughs> what's your scoreline? I would probably say 2-1 Celtic. Well, okay. I've got to say, I think Kieran Zandl this brilliantly. He has, he's he? a Celtic fan. He's already said about Barry being one of the best leaders, captain his country, captain Rangers. And I think Kieran's been very balanced and spoke brilliantly tonight, Kieran. Well done, buddy. Okay. Um, You've too good. They want to keep you on now. I think I'll head home, Kim. They would be delighted if you stay it's on. Putting us out a job. Absolutely. No, no, you two can stay. 0808 17 17 700. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom in Kenneth Head Road, Darnley. Let's go. 0808 17 17 700. Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, and John Hartson with the Go Radio Football Show. We'll give you the traffic and travel live in a, just a moment or two. We'll see if there's anything major from Chris. He'll be back just after six. Looking at it, nothing has changed in the last 15 or 20 minutes. We've just got that. We're nearly an hour closer to the big game. And we're on live, Barry. We've been deserted by the big man on Sunday. It's you, me, and yeah, Andy Walker. He's away with the big hitters on oh. Sunday. So. Yeah. Um. <laughs> No, it's Chris Boyd and it's uh, Chris Sutton and all that. That should be... Uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. We'll be on there. What from two, Barry? On Sunday, you, me and Andy Walker. But we'll have you on the telly, John, as well. We're looking forward to it. Yeah. I saw they announced the lineup. You've got more... You've got bigger backroom staff than Stephen Gerrard had when he was at Ibrox. <laughs> yeah, well, there's quite a few on, isn't there? I don't, I don't know. Listen, I'm not going to criticise the show. No, of course not. Far from via, it. Via play, I think, yeah. the new Premier Sports and... I think they've tried to balance, obviously, the, the studio up, if you like. Of I course, think yeah. Alan Hutton and uh, Michael Stewart, Koisty, obviously, myself, Chris. Um, yep. You know, and, and then you've got some, you know, some really good co-commentators, you know, particularly in Rory Hamilton, who's one of the best. He's so, good, isn't he? Yeah. I, I think, I naturally, as, as, a, as a TV yep. company, you, you try and balance the studio. Of course. Because you've got to appease everybody. You've, got, got, to, you've got to appease the viewers. Of you course. Know? We're looking forward to it. Is there going to be a bit of Michael Beale and, and uh, Big Chris Sutton? Do you think they'll come together for an I, I interview? Don't whatever? Know. I yeah. don't know about that one. <laughs> no, I know. Barry, I think you called it right on Monday. Um, you're best not getting involved. Yeah, I, I think if you ask Michael Beale. Um, now yeah. I think you would say that I would have just I would have just dodged the question I haven't been honest there's no need to get involved in um, that kind of nonsense go back on the lines let's speak to uh, Scott who's on the line Scott good evening hi guys how you doing good Scott how are you I am not bad I'm a bit nervous already are you? Yeah. No, you'll be fine on the phone here. You'll be okay. <laughs> uh, no, for the game. What are you thinking? Are you worried about the injuries or do you think they're going to clear up, you know, Lundstrom, Tillman? What do you feel? As long as Tillman's fit. Then, look, Kamara and Raskin have been good enough the last few games. But if we have any chance of winning, we need Tillman. So I think he's been our best player since Bill came in. And I think he's got something that no one else has. I like Cantwell but I think he's a different player. I think Tillman gets more goals and I think we need Tillman if we have any chance of winning. Barry, what would you say? Well, I can't disagree with, with Scott in terms of... I, I do agree that Tillman has been immense um, since Michael Beale's come in. Um, I, I've said plenty of times in this show. I don't know what the exact fee is, if it's €4 million Euros or €5 million, Euros, but right now, if I'm Michael Beale or Rangers... I'm talking to Bayern Munich and trying to do a deal because th- at 20 years of age, the potential that's in that young man is it could be frightening. I just like everything about him. The only criticism I had was his work ethic without the ball, but I think in the last three or four weeks, 
he's definitely showed a different side to his game. Um, is he going to be a big miss if he's if he's um, injured on Sunday? Yeah, he will be a miss, but I, I'm more relaxed in terms of because Cantwell can go and yeah. play in that position. Is he a, a Tillman at this moment in time? No, but he's still a good player, Cantwell. Um, so that's why I'm at ease with the the Rangers injury issues in terms of Lundstrom, Jack and, and Tillman. Um, but I agree with Scott, listen, he, he has been fantastic and he's one that I'm sure if he's in Rangers starting lineup, Ange Postacoglu would be uh, worried about him. John, what do you see with Malik Tillman? I like him. Uh, I think he's got uh, great ability. You know, you don't come through at Bayern Munich um, if you're not if you're not got any talent. I think he's a fantastic bit of business for Rangers initially to get the boy on loan. Um, I don't know what he'd cost, but he just alluded to it there. Yeah. But if you could get him, I would imagine you know whatever you're looking at, if Rangers could afford that. Then I agree. I think in 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 the future he's still very very young. Yeah. You know he could be a great asset. But I also think as well, um, as well as you know Tillman, who's a very good player, uh, I would be more looking at Lundstrom as a big miss. Right. You know he's somebody that gives you that composure in the middle of the park. He he plays. He's got good vision. Mm. He, he gives you that bit of stability. He protects the back four. Um, when you look at Celtic's midfield, Hatati drives forward. You've got McGregor, um, Moy, you know, and I just think you need somebody to cope with that. You know, what Celtic can do in the middle of the park, you know, they free flow in, they can get forward, they can play it wide, they can get into the box. Um, so I, I would be looking at, you know, Lundstrom is as big a loss because let's not remember, let's not forget. I think when when Celtic lost to Rangers last season in the semi final, I think John Lundstrom was outstanding in that game at Hamden. I think he hit the post during the game. He got box to box, and he was pivotal yep. in, in in Rangers winning that semi final yep. against Celtic. So as well as Tillman, yes, I get his ability um, and his influence in the game if he's fit. But I'd, I'd also yeah. be saying if Lundstrom's out, then that would be another big loss for Rangers. I'm sure about that. I, I think if everybody's available come Friday, two sessions before the cup final, everybody's fit for selection. For me, the three would be, in my eyes, Lundstrom, Raskin yeah, and Tillman. Totally agree. I don't know what Scott thinks about that, but that would be the three that I would imagine. If they're fully fit and ready to go, that's the three it plays. Scott? I think I'd play Jack over Lundstrom. I think Jack's been since Beals came in. Jack's been better than Lundstrom. I think Celtic obviously have more. I think Celtic have more of the ball, and I think if we're going to win, we need to get the ball quick. Mm-hmm. We get we move it quicker getting forward. I think Jack's quicker on the ball in terms of one touch passing than Lundstrom. Mm-hmm. Lundstrom takes two or three touches for me before passing it, and I think we need to move it. We need to move it quicker if we're going to have any chance of winning. And I'd play. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind Lundstrom playing, but if it was me, I'd play Jack. Okay, that's why I love football. Yeah. It's all about opinions. opinions. Exactly. Everybody's got different opinions. Scott, well, listen. Yeah. In terms of what Scott says about Ryan Jack, I think Ryan Jack's a, a very good player, no doubt in my mind. But if everybody's fit and available, that's the three that I would go with. Scott, have you got a ticket for the game? Uh, yes, I do. I'm one of the few that got a ticket. Absolutely, I know twenty five thousand each. Here's Michael Beale. Yeah, it does, and I, and I think it's uh, it brings the full colour to the fixture as well, doesn't it? And I think it's obviously I've only experienced that once before here in the League Cup final. The the last time um, 
but we did have it in the Scottish Cup semi-final last year and I thought it made for a fantastic game that day as well. You know, the fans are everything for this game, ain't they? We, we saw that in the season where, or the year and a so, where we didn't, we couldn't have full capacity and fans are what the game's about. If there's no fans, there's, there's no managers, there's no players, there's no professional sport. It's them that keep the game going. I think the two managers, Barry, agreed on this. Here's Ange. It's a different atmosphere. It's a real sort of, um, you know, if you want to call it a derby atmosphere. Obviously, you know, when you play, we play Celtic Park or we play at Ibrox, the, you know, the atmosphere is, is very parochial in one way. And, and, you know, for the home team, that's, I think it's an advantage, absolutely. Um, you know, we feel it when we play at Celtic Park, you know, having our supporters there, you know, um, 60,000 of them, I think, helps us. But I think in terms of a spectacle and in terms of a derby, having it split, um, um, particularly in a, in, a, in a cup final, I think, adds to the theatre of it. I, I, I believe that. And I think I think the players and, and everyone involved enjoys that because you get a bit of, bit of everything in there. Barry, extra buzz, 50-50. Yeah, Paul, Paul, believe me when I say this, the, the atmosphere will be absolute electric on Sunday. Split right down the middle, 25,000 fans each. Ah, that, that's that's a special occasion. I was lucky enough to play in one John's played in it and it's, it's, it's an unbelievable occasion to play in. John? Well, nobody wants to walk yeah. off a loser. Yep. But there's got to be, there's only, you know, there's got to be a loser, isn't there? Um... And that's why there's so much on the line, really. It could be a mistake. I just hope we're not talking about referees after yeah. the game and VAR, because generally that's that's what we've been talking about, you know. That's... Do the fans, sorry, play a part? You know, everyone says, oh, the fans are your 12th man or whatever. So coming out at Hamden, you've got 25,000 Celtic fans there in your case. Well, not there. Not yeah. there because it's, it's, it's equal. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's split down the middle. Sure. It's same you still get 25,000 then. You get 25,000 Rangers fans. Yeah, but yeah, what I'm yeah. just saying, Paul, yeah. is that obviously at Celtic, you, you would always put Celtic favourites because the crowd and, and, and Ibrox, you know, you would make Rangers slight favourites because you've only got five or 600 away fans right there. Um, so, you know, in, in terms of a cup final that's what the sponsors want um, two best teams in the country going head to head um, there's so many matchups. you know we talked earlier on Kieran mentioned Jota versus Tavernier mm-hmm. you know on the left hand side you'll have a Barisic against uh, against Johnson and then you know in the middle of the park whether it's Lundstrom whether it's Jack mm-hmm. they'll have to control they'll have to stop Hitati running into the box they've got track runners and, and, and there's so many you've got Starfeld and, and, and obviously um uh, Carter Vickers will have to will have to cope with Morelos's, yeah, sure. you know, just hustling and backing in and just being horrible to play against. These type of things. So it <laughs> makes for it makes I'm trying. Uh, yeah. to, I don't need to sell it, no, but yeah, it, it yeah. makes for such yeah. a fantastic game. Scott, so you, you see things yeah. like obviously split down the middle. If you're hitting towards the Celtic end, my my thoughts would I, I would take corners. So you're going over and the Celtic fans are giving you all sorts. <laughs> and I, I like that side of it. Did you? Obviously yeah. you go if you're hitting yeah. towards the Rangers end, you're sure. getting cheered yeah. or, or yeah. clapped depending on the result. Of course. But I, I like that. That's what That gives you a real buzz um, during certainly the games at, at Hamden. Scott, who would worry you from Celtic? They're obviously on form. What do you feel? Rio Hitati? Yeah, I think midfield battle's key. Whether it is Jack, Lundstrom, Raskin, Hillman, Kamara, whoever it is, midfield's key. And I don't watch, I obviously don't watch Celtic week in, week out. But all I hear is how good Rio Atati is. And if we can stop him and stop McGregor getting the ball forward, 
as I said, I think Selic's game is getting the ball quick forward quickly, and that comes through the midfield. And if we stop that, stop McGregor, stop Hitati, stop stop McGregor, stop Hitati, I think we've got a chance. But midfield's key, and I think we need to score first as well. Do you think? Yeah. What's your scoreline then? What do you reckon on Sunday, three o'clock kickoff? He's not, uh, he's, he's not going to say Celtic. I'll probably go. I'll go Rangers in extra time. Yeah. Uh, in extra don't time. Think there's much between them. Yeah. Is that, Barry's don't about think there's to. Much between them. Sure. Okay. I don't think there's much between them, so I think Rangers in extra time just for biasness, really. Yeah, because that, that's where your heart is and that's <laughs> what you're looking for. Yeah. Scott, good call. Thank you very much. Thanks for that. Barry's yeah, giving us a hint of what his will be. We'll find out I exactly. I think I'll go to extra time with goals in it. I do. Goals in it in extra time. Yeah, yeah. So John will need to work an extra shift. Well, we're going to go to the news and then we're back. We'll find out in the next hour. There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first-class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. I enjoy all of it. I mean, I, I, the only bits that, that kind of, again, people assume you, you love the best is when you win things, but now I've had a decent career and I've had a fair bit of success, but winning things is still rare, you know, even for the most successful of coaches. Only one manager wins, is champion every year and You've got to hang your hat on something else other than that. So I enjoy all of it. I mean, I, I think I've made a point. Is I, I enjoy the, you know, I enjoy the, the hard graft of, of when you're building a team and, and people can't see what you're building and, and you know they're coming at you from all angles and and you know you you you're in the trenches and you and you can see what you're, you're trying to do. I enjoy that bit. You know, it's not the bit. So I enjoy all of it. Um, but as I said, uh, you know, from when I started sort of 26 years ago, I've I wanted to be a successful manager and, and you won't last long in the game unless you are successful. So every time there's an opportunity there to win something, I've um, I've tried to make sure that, you know, the team I'm I'm in charge of is in is in um, you know, has been prepared well to try and do that. Yeah, obviously I stepped out in the summer to become a manager. I've not made forty games yet and I have the privilege of managing Rangers in a in a huge derby in a cup final. So it's uh when I look back in later years, it'll be something that I'm proud of. It's important you seize the opportunity in front of you. I don't play the game. My players play it. I have to give them a roadmap and, and make sure they're in a good physical and, and mental uh, place before the game. Um, for me, when I came back to Rangers, this was the type of things and type of days I was looking for. So I'm going to make sure that I enjoy the week and everything around it. And to do that, I want the players to perform at the weekend. So... You try not to think too much about yourself and about what it means to the fans and, and obviously preparing the team correctly. Who's going to have the better week? Barry Ferguson, John Hartson. Barry hinted at his uh, prediction just before six. We'll get John's and we'll clarify Barry's in a moment or two. We'll take another phone call. 08, 08 yep. 17, 17 700. Sean is on the line, a Celtic fan. Good evening, Sean. Good evening, guys. How are we doing? Hi, Sean. How are you doing, Sean? Good, thanks. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good, feeling positive, looking forward to the weekend ahead. Should be should be an interesting game and hopefully we're speaking about the positives on the part rather than the, the off-field antics of the VAR. Yeah, I agree with that, Sean. 
Barry, you second that emotion, don't you? Yeah, yeah. 100%. I, I hope it's, it doesn't go to a, a bad decision or a silly mistake by the, the referee. I just think, it, I just hope it's going to be a great spectacle um, of a game. You've got two really good teams, as I keep saying, two yeah. very good teams mm. on very good forum. I seen a picture of the pitch yesterday as well, which excites me. It looks as if it's, it's in decent condition. Um, so yep I'm, I'm looking forward to it as, as Sean says there um, and I agree with him I just hope it doesn't come down to a silly decision and Sean you'll want 22 players on the field I see that Kilmarnock's appeal of the Kyle Vassell red card has been dismissed so I mean that would be a tragedy wouldn't it Sean if a player oh, was sent off because of crazy VAR oh, def- you know. def- definitely it just it completely ruins the game if it's a a decision where it's the players' fault and it's a stupid thing that they've done, then you can hold your hands up. Fair enough, but a lot of the time it can be it can be a fifty-fifty. Is it was it no? And then you think about it in the weeks to come. That's the maybe kind of main talking points. So, but no, it's a it's a final. You want it to be one fair and square, and the best team the best team to win it. You don't want, as I said, the referees getting called for everything and VARs getting called for this and that. And, you just want it. You want it to be talked about. It's, it's a great spectacle. A great spectacle for Scottish football. For mm-hmm. neutrals watching it as well. So, yep. so you want you want I mean, the best team win and, and for it to be a a non controversial match. Sean, before we get a question from you, here's breaking news: the newest manager in Scottish football will be no surprise to you. Stuart Kettlewell is the new manager of Motherwell. A deal running until May 2024. He's he said some week with them, hasn't he, Sean? Absolutely, absolutely. I thought with the St. Nern game, I thought new manager bounce. We've seen it before, but to, to, the, the way they dismantled Hearts, I know Hearts, you could maybe Hearts fans have said it an off game, but I thought I watched the game and I thought Mother were, were absolutely excellent. And it'd be cruel for him not to, yeah. to at least get the, the, the job to the end of the season. Well, you're through to John Hartson, Barry Ferguson. Anything you want to ask them? Uh, no, I'm just just going to phone in today. What's their kind of opinions on the yeah. game? How do you think it'll go? Where does where's the game kind of won and lost? Because I've got my own kind of the mysteries with lineups and okay. how I think that obviously as a Celtic fan how I how I would go about it. But I just wonder how the both sides how they think it could be won and lost. Okay. Well, I think it's for me, Sean. It's Celtic won't change. They'll play exactly the same way. They'll push their fullbacks forward try and create an overload, try and create a spare man, and there will always be one spare uh, through the middle of the park. When Celtic have that five, you know, the three middle ones and the two full-backs, that's the way they play. They bomb on, they get back when they, when obviously they have to defend. I just think it's, it's, it's finer details in these games, Sean. I think it's taking your chances, you know. Kyogo gets a chance in the first five. Can he bury it? And all of a sudden, then it yep. settles everybody down, vice versa. If Morelos gets a header on the back post, can he dispatch with that first chance that he gets? All of a sudden, the crowd get up, the Rangers players get up, his confidence, his momentum. Um, who's going to win that battle in the middle of the park? We know the Celtic have got really good footballers in there. Um, the likes of Tillman, is he fit? Can McGregor you know, make an influential run going forward uh, and get a goal? Can, can Kamara do it for Rangers? You know, defending set pieces, these type of things, be solid, defend your own goal. Um, so I, I just think it's finer margins. I, I think Celtic have been in wonderful form. 
So have Rangers. Rangers have won um, and against against uh, going the goal behind at times. Celtic are blowing everybody out of the park. Um, so on a day where you need one of those great performances from Celtic, but this is Rangers. They're up against Rangers and can can the players deal with the pressure? Can they deal with the crowd? Can they deal with the responsibility of the fact it's a cup final? They've done it before. They did it last year yeah. against Hibs. They've gone on and won the title. Um, so I, I think there's loads of comparisons you can make, Sean, for the game, which way it's going to go. I think ultimately it's about taking your opportunities and making sure that you're solid and you're sound uh, defensively and you keep your shape. Barry, what do you feel? Well, I, I don't think there's going to be any surprises in terms of the way that Celtic set up and what the way Rangers set up. You, you know, in terms of Rangers, Barisic and Tavernier, you've noticed probably 20, 25 yards further forward. They've started to use Sakala's strength and that's his pace in behind, which I, I think they'll look to exploit in a big pitch. You've obviously yep. got Ryan Kent in that free roll. And then you look at the way Celtic um, play they try and keep Jota or whoever's on the right, whether it's Maid or Abada. They're hugging the touchline. Kyogo's movement. Moy and Hitati getting in support. And sometimes even Callum McGregor, where Hitati will go and sit and let Callum McGregor go. So I don't think there's going to be any surprises in terms of, as I said, the way that both teams play. I always look at the position that I played, Sean. I think if you, I, I look at Celtic's midfield in terms of Callum McGregor, Hitati, and Moy. I think it's very strong. I think that's Celtic strength. And then I look at what Rangers are going to go, depending on injury. Is it going to be Lundstrom, Raskin and Tillman? I think it's, it excites me, that, that battle in the middle of the pitch. And I, I tend to think games are won and lost. Whoever gets a stranglehold and dominates in there. Yep. Um, so that's I, I'm excited. I think there's two very good teams and there's loads of strengths mm -hmm. and there's some weaknesses yeah. I think Rangers sometimes are a wee bit wide open we all know the way that Celtic play very attack minded it leaves Starfelt and Carter Vickers pretty wide open um, so yeah that's the reason why I see there's game uh, there's goals in this I think it's going to be end to end attack Rangers will attack Celtic will attack so what's I your scoreline? I think it's going to go extra time I think there's going to be that's yeah, not you might think I'm crazy. I, I think it could be two each, three each, right. something like that. I think there's goals in both teams and I think there's players that can hurt both teams. Um, Are you saying penalties at the end? No, no. I, I think one will win um, in extra time. Which one? <laughs> you know what I'm going <laughs> to say. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of, course, um, of course, I've got to go with Rangers. And, yeah. and do you know what? I'm, I'm more confident with the simple fact as how They've showed under Michael Beale the last three or so months. Um, look, it's not been brilliant or pleasing in the eye, should I say, every yeah. single time I've watched Rangers, but they've showed a bit of grit and determination, mm. a wee bit of character, which was missing previous to that. Mm. But listen, they've got to be respectful. They're up against a, a very, very good Celtic team that, that can hurt you. And um, they've got to be on it, Rangers. I'll get John's in a second. Sean, what's your take on it? You said you've got a few thoughts on how it would go. A few thoughts. I, th I think the midfield and kind of the front three. There's only two question marks. Do we go with Jota and Maida? Maida's a stick on for his energy. Mm -hmm. I would I would throw in Abada. I, I think Abada has got uh, Barisic cards marked in previous games. I think 
Abad is so much more direct. I know Jota is tricks and flicks, but I think it's there's a time and a place for that. It's no it's no a game for showboating. I think it's a game to get the ball and drive right at the the, the wing backs of Rangers because as much as they're they're great going forward. I think them turning back and face their own goal is, is where you want them to go. But, and I think Biden the same, forcing uh, Tavernier back. And I think the midfield three, as much as Aaron Moy has been superb, I think O'Reilly has to be in there for his legs. And we've seen it the weekend. I think O'Reilly has to play there because it brings out the best in Rio Hattati with his two goals. I think it, I think the, the two of them together is are a, are a superb um, uh, combination together. Barry, you jumped in there. Yeah, just I, I've spoken to quite a few Celtic fans, and they're all for Abada, and I think they're looking back in previous Celtic yep. games that he's 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 gave Barisic a, a hard time, and and you know what? I can bet you this. I think on the training ground at, at the Rangers training centre, Tavernier and Barisic are told as soon as it goes to whether it's Abada, Maeda, or Jota, they need to be up against them. You can't give them a couple of yards. Um, space because if you give good players space and guys with pace they're going to hurt you um, so that's that's my only worry going into this game that both fullbacks and Rangers are tight when it goes to Celtic's um, wide men because um, you can't switch off for a second remember the game last February you were yeah, going, but what, you're going what, crazy what, what the thing with Abad is great at if it's coming for the left hand side he's yeah. always getting in yeah. He's always getting in and Switch, switching okay. off his yeah, in this game. Yeah. You, can't, sure. you can't do that. Yeah. And he's got a goal in him. But yeah. listen, it'll be interesting to see. The managers have got choices yeah. to make. But in terms of the Celtic midfield, for me, I think Moy's been Celtic's best player. Mm -hmm. I'd be quite happy not to see Moy play. <laughs> John, you I think you feel Moy to start. Or well, even if he doesn't start, um, he'll come on. Yeah. You know, that's what Ange does. Um, and I think Sean is talking about the starting lineup, you know, Jota, um, Abada mm -hmm. uh, over Jota. Listen, he, he may well do that. that that's a possibility. Ange will, will, will pick his, his final 11, but there's no doubt that it's, if for me, it's not an 11, it's an 11 to start the game. Um, and then obviously the changes come because Celtic, they press so high, they work so very, very hard going forward, closing down, hunting in packs, not, not just ones and twos, I mean in threes and fours. They want to get the ball back really quickly when they lose it. So that takes a lot of energy. That takes an awful lot of legs. So whatever team he starts with, um, the reason I would probably say I'd prefer George, I know Abada has done well against Barisic, but Jota, he's one of these players, he, he's, he's special. You know, he's special. Yeah. And I, I think he he can produce that little bit of magic at any given time that can win you a game. You know, his step over, he drops his shoulder, he can shoot with both feet, he can cross it, he can cut inside, he can go to the goal line and he can hang the ball up. I think he's got a bit of everything. And I know what Sean is saying, Abada's very direct, he gets inside that that back post when the ball is coming in from the opposite side which is great wing play um, but whoever starts the game you know I can guarantee that won't be the 11 that sure. finishes the game so Barry thinks 3-2 Barry after extra time that's what yeah, yeah. yeah. and so, I keep saying that I think yeah. there's going to be goals in it yeah. I do John what's your prediction I think Celtic in 90 minutes Right. I think the way they've been playing if they go about it in the form that they have been in in terms of you know, the way that they, they set up, the way that they just want to score and score and go is, is forward thinking all the time. There's no respite. They don't stop. They just want to go forward. 
I think in the form that they're in now I know Rangers have been winning games as well but for me I think if, if Celtic play at the very very best I think they'll have too much listen it could go either way but that's that's my opinion yeah. and, and scoreline uh, I'd probably say 2-0 but I, I think they'll win it in 90 minutes they'll be very very difficult to stop in the form that they're in Sean what do you feel? I think Celtic will just edge it and I think it's it's not based on me gloating saying that they were, they were much better than them I think just the, the, the options that we've got coming off the bench could be could be massive I think Celtic will maybe just edge it 2-1 I think that'll be a very cool it wouldn't surprise me if it went to extra time as well, but I think in ninety minutes, I think Celtic might just edge it two one. Two one. I can't. I can't see. I can't see us keep a clean sheet, but I, I really definitely can. Yeah, mm. that's been the scoreline in many occasions between the two, and loads of people are saying they think two one. Uh, Sean, have you got a ticket for the game? No, I have no. not. No, it'll be. Okay. Uh, it'll be screaming at the TV, so Great. my neighbours <laughs> can enjoy that. Excellent. So you'll Big John on via play, and you'll have the Go Radio Football Show on with Barry and Andy Walker. Thanks, Sean. Good call. Cheers, Sean. Countdown well and truly on Paul Cooney with Barry Ferguson and John Hartson or John Hartson and Barry Ferguson. Take your choice. 0808 17 17 700. Some great callers tonight and Kieran was brilliant as well, wasn't he? Kieran Burns in the first hour made a big impression on us, John. He's some you told man, us. isn't he? He's yeah. some man, honestly. His, his attitude and his, you know, his drive. And, yep. you know, he has got a disability, but that boy, he's not letting it affect him or yep. getting his way. You're, Wonderful mindset, you know. I think he's inspirational for others with disabilities. And so much ability, John. Oh, isn't it as well? yeah. I've seen him train, Paul. Yeah. I've been, I've been in his, um, I've been on his podcast, mm. and I follow him on Instagram. And he really goes at it. He got that arm bike. We yeah. saw the size of his arms, yeah. and a ten k when you when you're sitting down on the floor yeah. and you got you got the arm sort of stuff. It's a, you know it's, it's an awful lot of strength yeah. that you need for that, you know. Yeah, some size of guns on them. Yeah, yeah, I was I was impressed with the impressed. the guns, but again, I love listening to yeah. the stories like that, and it's interesting to, to hear um, just his attitude that mm. jumped out at me. I mean, it's easy to say you've got a disability, yeah. but the young man goes and and tries whatever he he can. Does ten k every day. He's um, He's, uh, what do you call it? He's doing the power chair football. He's trying to get into clubs to try and make um, have them listen to see what he's he's doing. So I hope he's successful in it, Paul, because it's a it's a brilliant story and fair Very, play. I mean, what an opportunity yeah. for him to come into the studio yeah, as yeah. well. And yeah. Well, he created more awareness for yeah. it. hundred percent. Very inspiring young man. Very much so. And he's met Celtic. And I think, Barry, after today, I think Rangers hopefully will meet them. So many good people who yeah, do so much. Lovely yeah. to meet him. The only yeah. problem is he was a Celtic fan. He was good. He praised you, though, didn't he? Yeah, he did no, actually. Had a bit of banter outside it was almost like, I was like, steady, Kieran. You know, you know you're know, you talking about <laughs> and, and all of a sudden he came up with something. Oh, by the way, I thought Barry was a wonderful. Yeah. So a bit is of a mixed bag from him, wasn't it? John's been on his podcast and he asked me if I would go on the podcast. So I says to him, and I'm saying it on there. I'll definitely yeah, well done mate you really appreciate that fantastic well wonderful all about ability the podcast look out for it and obviously it's on our podcast as well after that performance tonight he was absolutely brilliant Borna Barisic has been speaking to the media this afternoon and well it's a game that's still being talked about you know we mentioned 7-1 from 1957 well from 2019 the last time the big two met in the League Cup final now the Viaplay Cup final Celtic won it but Rangers fans you know, all felt that they had dominated much of the game and they could have, would have, should have won. Here's Barnabasic talking about that final. Uh, of course, that uh, I didn't personally forget that. I remember the way we play and how we lost that game. And uh, but uh, of course, that that's one of the motivation. 
but it's not only one. There is a lot of uh, more things uh, to motivate me. But yeah, of course that we remember that that game. Barry, you remember that game, but that was you know what three years ago. I don't care ago. if you dominate. Yeah. It's all about winning for me. Yep. Yeah, I would rather play <coughs> poorly and, and lift a cup and celebrate it afterwards. Um, I think it's a bonus if you win a cup final and you play really well. But for me, it's all about winning, Paul. Did you have a cup final you can remember that you think, I didn't play or we yeah, didn't there, there play? Yeah, there quite a few. Yeah. Quite a few that I never had a real good game. The, the team never performed mm. at the levels, but it's about finding a way, Paul. Sometimes you've got to grind it and roll the sleeves up and certainly done that in a few cup finals. John, what about you? Do you remember? What's the cup final that you would remember that you really enjoyed? You'd enjoy all of them, but is there Yeah, a, I've, I've had yeah. a mixed bag in this yeah. in this cup, particularly the, the League Cup. Um, a 1-1, one, one, and then there was another one where Barry, I think, played. Um, and we went 2-0 down, and uh, Henrik Larsson pulled us back into the game, diving head and near post, great yeah. goal. And then I scored a perfectly good goal with 15 minutes to go. I, I, beat, <laughs> I beat the offside trap. Yeah. Linesman, linesman stuck his flag up it's two or three yards onside for whatever reason I'll never know nobody will ever know um, he give offside so and then um, ten minutes later we get a penalty now Henrik Larsson um, had scored Henrik was a penalty taker yeah. he'd scored his um, three previous penalties yeah. and he walked up to me and he threw me the ball and I'm like you know, well, yeah. I said, what? He said, Why? he said, take it. He said, take yeah. it. So I stepped up and I missed it. Stefan Kloss went to his left and I, I pulled it past the right down post. And I believe, I don't know what Barry thinks, but when you're 2-0 down and if you've got the opportunity and you get back to 2-2, I think then you take momentum into the yeah. extra time. Mm -hmm. And I think, listen, never know now we lost the game. Um, so... I won one and obviously I was devastated because I'd missed the penalty. You know, in, in the game, I think Morelos missed the penalty in the game That's that you're right. talking about yep. uh, a couple of years ago. Where Rangers were very, very good. The game that Barisic is on about. Probably played better, but Barry just said it. You, you want to win and you, you, you don't mind playing badly. Or um, So I've had a mixed bag, really. Cup finals. and I missed, mm. big, missed a big... I didn't really win. I played in two European finals for Arsenal. I missed the UEFA Cup final for Celtic with a back injury. Yeah. You know, I played in the Scottish Cup final. But in general, I probably lost more than what I won, Paul. So I've not had great experiences in finals. Mm. Um, but no, I think Sunday will, will be a fantastic game. Um I wish I was playing. I'd love to be a part of it, you know. Yeah. Borna Var Barisic will be playing, of course, and he's confident going into the match with Celtic. Our recently games, how we play since Michael Bale come in the club, I think that gives us a lot of confidence. I think that we are in very good form, very good shape. We are doing well, and uh, yeah, that gives us confidence, of course. But his manager yesterday said, you know, if Rangers win the cup, um, well, what does he feel that would mean for them? Oh, of course it does, because it's very much a... Us or them or Rangers or Celtic, you know, it's very much that. And second is last. I get that in the league. I've come in and, and I said in my very first interview, I didn't think it was as broken as everyone said. Hopefully now 14 games along, we're on the mend and people are starting to see that. This weekend's performance and game is about winning. If we win, we've still got a lot of work to do moving forward, in my opinion. And if we lose, that same amount of work is going to be there on my in-tray on, on Monday morning. I think it's not focusing on being too emotional or dramatic about what the bigger picture looks like. Let's just focus on this 90 or 120 minutes or penalties, whatever it takes at the weekend, 
take part in a fantastic game, do ourselves justice, and then come Monday, my job doesn't really change. I think I still have a big job, and that's a job that I was running back to this city to take part in. So I've got to be the most excited and optimistic about seeing it through. Barry, what do you take from that, from Michael Beale? Yeah, listen, I agree with what he's, everything he says, and the thing that jumps out here is it's all about winning. Mm-hmm. Um, Just what you said five minutes yeah, ago. Exactly. Um, and seconds last, whether that's domestically in a cup final, um, it's all about the bragging rights. And um, that that's what he'll be getting into um, this cup final at the weekend. Listen, enjoy it. I always enjoyed the build-up. The last day or two, a wee bit of nerves started to um, happen, but I, I I felt that I had to have the nerves. I've never felt a wee bit nervy before a game. It didn't, didn't sit right with me. It didn't feel right. Um, but say, listen, he knows how important this is. And he's respectful. Listen, as the Rangers players... I, the teams that I come up against Celtic, I was always respectful. I was coming up against very good players. But you've got to remember, you've got very good players as well. Yeah. And it's a big 90 minutes or 120 minutes and you need to bring your A game come um, big days like that and big days like finals. And um, as I said, have the bragging rights for the next few weeks. I couldn't agree more. It, it is all about winning on the day. Find a way, um, If whether you need a bit of luck, whether your goalkeeper needs to pull off several good saves um, because the reason why I say that is that the winners go and party yeah. losers go home mm-hmm. you know you lose this game and you will be devastated because you feel as if you let the fans down you feel as if you let yourself down before the game you back yourself you, you, you think you have to think mentally you're going to win don't even think about losing once you go on that pitch you then we're going to win yeah. we're going to party we're going to go back to Celtic Park we're going to play the trophy in front of the fans when you go back there's a bit of a party going upstairs all the families are there mums and dads wives, kids let's make the night you know if you lose everybody jumps in their cars back to the bus you're going home you know you don't want to be seen anywhere if you lose in the cup final so the importance such a difference the it's importance massive. of winning and losing it's is spot on and it comes down to final margins yep. it comes down mm-hmm. to a, a, a penalty it comes down to a refereeing decision it comes down to a, 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 a ridiculous miss from three yards out from a centre forward it comes down to a last ditch defender making a crucial tackle you know timing yep. it right not mm-hmm. giving a penalty away a bad decision from somebody so these final margins you've got to get them right and you must win this game. Don't even think about losing yep. as a player. So the players have been speaking, the Rangers players this afternoon, so here's one. Will this help to... Well, you don't need any extra uh, incentive to try and win a cup final. Will it say in the home dressing room, Rangers in the away dressing room, the other mob? Fashion Sakala has said this afternoon, obviously I know how important the game is when you play the other mob. I believe it's all about the badge and he then went on to speak about it. So he's lit the torch paper there, maybe a bit more by calling them the other mob. I, I, do you know what I get criticised sometimes um, when your career finishes and people are like, really, I always respected. Yeah. Always. Hey, listen, that went out the window when I crossed that white mm-hmm. line, but I think you've got to give respect. I think if you go in and no respect for your opponent, I think there's only going to be one outcome. Or nine times out of ten, you're going to get a slap in the face. Um, so I always big on respect. Listen, that certainly went out the window when the whistle started because you were you're in it to win it in my yeah. my eyes. Um, so yeah, that's interesting to see what Sakala said there. It didn't didn't bother me. Didn't bother the team. You know, people can say what they want. You got a job to do. You know, yeah. at the end of the day, sure. you, you turn up. You, yep. You're you're really focused. 
you don't you're not bothered what the opposition say what they think you, you know on the day you've got to back yourself so I know that potentially they can win this game mm-hmm. um, and Rangers feel the same uh, all, all that sort of stuff on social media and you know, making making headlines, blah blah. Listen, it's up to them. We can do what they want, really. Do you know what I mean? I'm not, Here's a bit the, the headlines. Yeah, not overly bothered by headlines it. is when you lift the trophy. Mm. That's yeah. what you remember. Exactly. Yeah. People, bit, people used to say to me, Paul yeah. or John, I failed a medical at Rangers. You know, I was signing for Glasgow Rangers, and I, I failed a medical. I went for the medical to sign, by the yeah. way, and. Um, and Celtic fans used to say to me, because I had a good I had a good run, I scored nine goals against Rangers for Celtic. Yeah. And the Celtic fans used to say to me, Oh, John, if if you score this weekend, run up to the Rangers fans and rub your knee. You know, and rub it in the oh, yeah, because yeah. that's what yeah, I failed yeah. But I never did it. Because I just thought my goals is enough. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Um you know, so I just think Barry's right, you be a bit more respectful. And, he, his and knee you're was, right. His sport. knee was all right because he need me in the back a few times. <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> Here's a bit more from Borna Barisic about uh, playing Celtic at Hamden. He's done it before. Of course, that this helps because uh, there is a lot of experienced player in our squad right now in terms of playing uh, that big games and it helps, but uh, every game is a game for themselves, you know. So it will help for sure, but uh, will be tough. The way I'm looking personally on that cup final, I'm not looking like we're playing against these ones or these ones. Team, I'm just looking at like uh, opportunity to win trophy for uh, my team, this club, and fans, and that's it. Could be like a trailer for a Bond movie, couldn't it? There, <laughs> he's uh, looking forward to the big match. And here's his final point about uh, the winning mentality. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think so. And I think that's the one thing what we changed in the last two, three months. Uh, I don't say that we didn't want to win before. But the way we train, the way we thinking, the way we talking, I think we change and then uh, that we are in good way in terms of the mentality of winning something. Redemption for him, Barry. He had such a tough time against Celtic. Yeah, he had. And, yeah. and to be honest, we had a tough season right up yeah. until the, the World Cup break. And, and I was quite critical of him because I know what he can bring to the Rangers team. We all know what he's like on for him. Going forward, whips an unbelievable mm. ball. And defensively at times, he's a bit suspect. No doubt about it, but I think over the the past three or so months that Michael Beale's been in, his form's definitely um, risen, no doubt about it. And he's shown what a quality left-back he is, but he'll know he's in for a game. Whoever he comes up against, whether that's Mieda, Jota, Abada, he knows he needs to be on it because he's coming up against players that can potentially hurt you. Good player. Yeah. He's a good player. He's one of the Rangers' best players. He has been for many years. Just played in the World Cup for Croatia. You know, he, bad players don't do that. Sure. Um, what happens, John? Do you think it's too easy? A narrative develops. I mean, he did have a tough time against Celtic on a couple of games last, especially last season. But the way he whips the ball in... Yeah, but what happens though, Paul? You know, people, people don't praise you for your good performances. Mm. They look for your bad ones and then everybody gets on top of you. Um... You know, it's 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 just like people dig you out for one or two poor performances, but have a look at his good ones. Mm-hmm. Have a look yeah. at the goals he's made for Rangers. When you flip it around and look at the positives rather than the negatives, by the way. Yeah. You know, how many goals has he made from that left-hand side? How many times has he whipped that ball in, you know, so the goalkeeper's struggling whether to come or not, and, you know, he's standing still and defenders are backing onto their goals themselves. It's a difficult, difficult ball to handle when it's coming in. Is it going to keep Joe Hart busy then? 
Well, he what should. He's, that's, that's his job. Yeah, that's his mm. job to get forward. But also, you got you got um, you got. Uh, Haven't you? No, you got Celtic. Um, I can't think. I've got a mind freeze. Uh, the right back. Um, Celtic. Johnson, Johnson. Alistair Johnson. Alistair Johnson. Alistair Johnson yeah. for Celtic. I'm thinking. I'm thinking Ralston. I'm thinking all yeah, sorts yeah, of players. Sure. Yeah. And I've, I've actually mentioned his name earlier yeah. when I said yeah. the team. So you know, he's got. He's he's directly up against Johnson, yeah. and whoever can win that battle will, will have a big impact because Johnson will want to do it for Celtic down that right hand side, and Barisic wants to do it for Rangers. You know, it's going to be intriguing to see who wins them battles. What is it with keepers at the moment? We saw it last night with Courtois. We saw it with Allison, and Joe Hart was off his line last week. I mean, Celtic recovered. Does that worry you slightly? I'm trying to see any weaknesses in both teams, John. Would you worry about that, Joe Hart off his line? Well, I, I think I think that's the way that Ange has asked Joe to play. Joe's got vast experience. Mm. I, I don't know a goalkeeper that's ever lived that hasn't made a mistake. You know, Joe's been asked to play with his feet. He's been asked to bring it out from the back and start attacks off and give it to Carter Vickers, give it wide to, um, you know, to Greg Taylor. Mm. And that's that's how the manager wants him to play. Now and again, you are going to make a mistake and give the ball away. You just hope when you do it, it's not too costly. But that's the way Joe's been asked to play. Barry, Joe Hart. Yeah, he's coming for a bit of criticism, but again, Joe Hart's a top quality goalkeeper, in my eyes. Um, got him on a free transfer, mm. 77, 78. You played with him, didn't you? Yeah, English caps. I said that, John, when, mm. when there was um, spe- speculation that Celtic were wanting to sign him. I was like, a no-brainer. I know what he's like. He's not just a very good goalkeeper, he's a brilliant character. See inside that dressing room. He's a, he's a real leader and um, listen all goalkeepers make mistakes Yeah, all outfield players make mistakes how, how many big saves has he made? plenty so many compare yeah, them sure. compare yeah. the positives yeah. to the couple of mistakes maybe that he's made but and it's the same with Alan McGregor when he yeah. made a few mistakes up at Ross County mm. I was baffled that people were saying he's finished look how, yeah. how good and important Alan McGregor is for yeah. Rangers and I think Joe Hart's so important for Celtic as well two top keepers yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, for sure. Still playing as well at the ripe old age, what they are, you know, know, just goes to show great professionals as well. Final countdown's next. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors, brand new Toyota showroom in Kenneth Head Road, Darnley. Let's go! And we're looking forward to two huge nights one with John Hartson, 30th of March at St Luke's in Glasgow. Uncut, uncensored. Unrivaled, we're looking forward to it. And a couple of weeks before, Barry, it's getting close. The 9th of March, an evening with you at Oren Moore in Glasgow. Go to thisisgo.co.uk. Mark Guidi will be there as well. Barry, looking forward to it. Yeah, I enjoy these nights. Yeah, I've done quite a few. Mm-hmm. It's good to get out and about and, and see people face to face as well. They listen to the show, they only hear you through the, the, yeah. the radio. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You and Mark and... Um, We'll have a few, a few shared bits. Will we? Right, sure. okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 we'll have a yeah. couple of shared bits. Why not? Life's about enjoying, uh, is it not? Too short. You're absolutely yeah, right. You're right. Enjoy it. John, we're looking forward to the, your night as well. This is go.co.uk. Big bad John. Do you yeah. like that when the Celtic fans say that to you? I got no choice, Paul. I just <laughs> have to accept that. That was great affection when they said well, it. Though. I'd rather yeah. sing that than something you yeah. know, untoward maybe. But yeah, no. listen, it's nice. Um, it's nice still to... Have that rapport, you know, that, that relationship with them. I only had five years at Celtic, wonderful five years. Um, so, yeah, it, Barry's right. It's nice to get out and see people face to face. A lot of people listen to this show 
so they'll be able to see it, you know, yeah. sort of see us, you know, see us talking and answering questions. And, and you'll tell things that you maybe couldn't tell on, on the radio. Just maybe, about some, yeah, maybe. Yeah. All depends if the if you know if the press and all that. Are there. You've got no, no, it's a night off. Things. Yeah, it, yeah there, there's somebody sure. will get it. Somebody will be there. Believe me, it'll be a great night. This is go.co.uk. <laughs> you could be at St. Luke's March the thirtieth uh, with John Hartson. And for Barry Ferguson, the 9th of March. Uh, Oren Moore in, uh, in the really West End. Good, aren't they? Yeah, yeah two great, great trendy venues, you know, in the West End and the East End, just off the city. It'll be brilliant. So some of the breaking news today was that Motherwell, uh, Stuart Kettlewell, is the manager. Barry and John, you both nodded. He's in charge until until the end of at least, you know, May 2024. Good appointment? Yeah, well, certainly he's, he's come in and he's, um, he's had a kick out of the team. They've responded in the right manner. Good result against St. Mun. I watched the game on Sunday against Hearts, and a very good Hearts team. And I thought the organisation in the Motherwell team was was impressive, and they thoroughly deserved their, their three points. And I would have been shocked if he wasn't given at least to the end of the season. But it's great that he's been given an eighteen month contract, and I hope Stuart Kettlewell goes on to be a a really good um, Motherwell manager. He's only thirty eight years of age. He's been a manager before up at Ross County and initially done a really good job up there. Um, so, yep, delighted for him and um, hopefully he does well for, for Motherwell in the future. John, they talk about the managerial bounce when it changes. Same players. I know there's nine new players in, but you feel for Stevie Hamill. But we wish Stuart Kettlewell all the best. Absolutely. You know, he seems a very driven young man uh, early in his career. Obviously, took it even earlier when he was at Ross mm. County. Roy McGregor obviously showed <clears throat> great faith in him to give him the Ross County job, being being a, a youngster. Did he go straight in from being a player at Ross County? I think I think yeah, he might I well think have done. Been in the staff, yep, yeah, or a coach yes, or something. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep, but obviously, you know, I think Motherwell have made a shrewd appointment. Listen, we're only going to know with the results. Barry will tell you management is all about results, appeasing fans, appeasing the chairman. How much time? How much time you're going to be given to work with the team? Are you going to get back in? What's your budget like? This, that, and the other. But ultimately, I yeah. think Stuart Kettlewell, Stuart Kettlewell, has been around Motherwell now for, for a while. Mm. So he's been looking, you know, from the out yeah. from the outside, if you like, you know, watching Stephen Hamill's team, you know, and so he's been in and around it. So it's quite a sense. And obviously, he's won he's won two big games. You know, they've shot up up the table. They they they're not bottom. You know where they were a couple of weeks ago. So it's like every other manager. I think whoever's down the bottom, mm-hmm. if you can string two wins together, it takes the pressure off. It sure does. Yeah. Are they going to win at Kilmarnock? Or what do you think? Scoreline. Th- what do I you reckon? I think they can. We were talking yeah. about it. You know, Kilmarnock are quite strong yeah. at home. Um, yeah. You know, they've 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 got the sure. keep going on about the pitch. They've got the yeah. astroturf pitch, um, and and the players are used to playing on that. So mm-hmm. you would make Kilmarnock slight favours, but on the back of two really good results you know Motherwell will be feeling good about themselves and Stuart Cantwell will be saying why can't we go to Kilmarnock and win he'll be testing the players so why what's can't... your scoreline I think, you think? Well, I think Motherwell will win Motherwell to win Barry yeah. what do you reckon I think it'll be a, a draw for a simple fact okay. is Kilmarnock's home form is really strong but listen they've had two home games and I, I think going away from home getting a point I think yeah. he would be happy enough with that and on Lanarkshire, the other big team, Hamilton. Well, I know there's Adrian as well. 2-1 last night at home to Inverness, Cali Thistle. Yeah, that, that's a hard one for me because my ex-teammate's yeah. uh, the Cali Thistle manager, Dodgy. Oh. Um, but listen, Hamilton's my local team. And listen, I've picked up the last three or four weeks. And Off the bottom. I'll go down and support them. 
with yourself and, and Saturday I'll go down and have a wee um, a wee watch at them and hopefully they can get the three points off Queen's Park my, late, my uncle Matt Devine played for the Aki so yeah, always at the so, soft spot for the Aki's I know they don't believe it but it's true so we'll be there on Saturday yeah I like the Aki's. you get the pies at half time yep, yeah as always okay, I'll get the tickets <laughs> no no I think you thought I was going up the Queen's Park end that we'll be there at New Douglas Park <laughs> I, I, I yeah. can't I've got to yeah. in the Aki's of end. course got yeah, to be in the sure. Aki's end. much as we would love to see Queen's Park coming up but Aki's off the bottom I still think Queen's well. Park will go up do you think? Yeah. Yep. Sad news yesterday that the, the Hibs owner and chairman Ron Gordon died at 68. He spoke to the fans, told him just uh, two weeks ago that he was battling cancer and uh, our thoughts go to Ron Gordon. He loved Hibs. He was only in in recent years there but my goodness, they're moving up the table here but football, the Celtic and Rangers fans will be asked to have a minute's applause ahead of the game on Sunday before the cup final. Other headlines today, so Kilmarnock disappointed that the red card appeal for Kyle Vassell has been dismissed by the SFA. So, And that surprised you, Barry? I yep. can't believe it. Yep. I can't believe a decision. Um, and I had just watched the game, yep. even watched the highlights on, on sports scene, and I thought to myself, it's at most a yellow card, but to, to get a red card and then lose the appeal, yep, some of the decisions baffle me up here. Can I run through the other games on Saturday before we go to Sunday's game again? Aberdeen against Livingston. Who do you think is going to win that one, Barry? I'm going to go... Oh, that's a tough think, one, isn't it? I'm yeah. going to go Aberdeen. Going for the Dons, yes. OK. John? I'll go Aberdeen as well. OK. Yeah, all win. Ross County, Dundee United, John? Bottom two. The bottom two. This is yeah. huge. Yep. Both teams, um, Dundee United lost at home mm -hmm. at the weekend. I bumped yep. into some uh, players' family on the way over from Dublin. Yeah. At the weekend, they were off to watch um, Dundee United. Um, Ross County, there's only a point between them. Both play 26. So what do you think? Oh, Ross uh, County at home. Yeah. I, I think Ross County will win, and I think they'll go four points okay. adrift from Dundee United. That would be uh, bad news for Liam Fox. It would be, what do you think, Barry? Yeah, I think Ross County, yeah. pretty convincingly. Mm -hmm. At home. Convincingly. Yep. St. Johnson, St. Mirren, the Battle of the Saints. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to go St. Johnson. You're going for St. Johnson. St. Mirren, home form's been really good this mm. season as well. Away form struggle. St. Johnson, brilliant result for him against Dundee United mm. at the weekend. Yep, St. Johnson, home win for me. John? Yeah, I think St. Johnson are only, what I would say, a couple of wins away from you know that danger zone if you like you know the bottom two um, so I think they'll get one of them wins um, against St Mirren at the weekend but that'll be tough you know St Mirren will want to bounce back mm. from the loss against Motherwell but I think St Johnson will nick it Celtic haven't been defeated since September and it was Real Madrid and John when you saw them the way they played last night the way they bounced back against Liverpool was special this was Anne speaking about their form this is the same performances we've had to you know, overcome challenges it's not like it's been smooth the whole way um, you know, we've had different challenges along the way and um, the players have always you know, found a way to overcome those whatever challenges before us um, you know, there's been some games we've, we've you know, dominated on in terms of the, the scoreboard but you know, other games have been a little bit tighter, but we've still found a way to to get the job done. And um, as I said, the level of performance from the whole squad, and I think that's probably been the most pleasing thing. We've had a real sort of even contribution. We've had some guys who've had outstanding years, but it's not like we've we've got to this space on the back of one or two. I think just about everyone in our squad has contributed and, and contributed meaningfully. Where for a sequence of weeks, one player has, has really been, or a couple of players have been really strong, and then two others sort of come to the fore. And I think. 
that's been really important for us because uh, you know over the course of the season, not everyone's going to be you know, be able to perform at their their absolute you know optimum all the time. And, and when that doesn't happen, if you've got other guys who step up, I think that gets you the consistency we've had. John, that's been one of the key things for Celtic. Yeah. So many of them have played so well, so consistently. Yeah, very impressive in terms of the bench as well. Um, un- unbeaten since that game against Real Madrid. It's sure, good Real Madrid. Celtic mm. should have gone in front in that game. Yeah. Callum Ruggie hits the post. Abad has a great chance. In the end, uh, Real Madrid showed their class and, and, and they won comfortably in the end. But Celtic are relentless under hands. You, the, the team talk won't change. You'll say to the players how important it is to win trophies at a, at a, you know, a global football club, how important it is for your futures to, to win these games. It's a cup. He'll um, just say, go and play, go and play our football. Uh, that That's pretty much what he says. If Celtic play their football, they're very, very difficult to stop. Rangers have it all to do, in my opinion. But listen, they can, they can turn up their capable of winning the game. But for me, if Celtic go about it in the fashion that they've gone about you know, things in the league, I think they'll be difficult to beat. Here's Michael Beale on what it would mean to him winning the Cup. Yeah, obviously I stepped out in the summer to become a manager. I've not made 40 games yet and I have the privilege of managing Rangers in a in a huge derby in a Cup final. So it's, uh, when I look back in later years, it'll be something that I'm proud of. It's important you seize the opportunity in front of you. I don't play the game. My players play it. I have to give them a roadmap and, and make sure they're in a good physical and, and mental uh, place before the game. Um, for me, when I came back to Rangers, this was the type of things and type of days I was looking for. So I'm going to make sure that I enjoy the week and everything around it. And to do that, I want the players to perform at the weekend. So you try not to think too much about yourself and about what it means to the fans and, and obviously preparing the team correctly. Barry, you said about staying calm as a player. You had nerves before it, but my goodness for Michael Beale, could you think of a bigger game? Than this, yeah. Listen, it's it's only natural you're going to have some nerves. Yeah. I know you're saying there, enjoy. You do enjoy most of the week, but the the, the twenty four hours before kickoff, that's when the nerves start to to appear. But like, I think he knows how important it is for Rangers. Rangers have to seize the opportunity and try and um, take the trophy off Celtic and see how Celtic react to um, a loss against their, their better rivals. We know it's going to be hard. They do. They're coming up against a quality team with players that can hurt you. But listen, it's a one-off game. Um, Rangers are going in in fine form, but on the flip side of that, so are Celtic. So, yep, I think it's going to be an absolute cracker. And let's hope, both of you, that Nick Walsh has a good game and we're not talking about VAR referees and all the rest of it. Here's hoping. <laughs> Barry? <laughs> I second that. <laughs> Who wants the last one? No, it's both of you. It's been great tonight. Privileged to Brilliant. be on with both of you and Kieran Burns as well. Thanks so much, guys. Cheers, Paul. Thanks, Thank you, John. Mate. We Cheers, will Barry. see you. We'll be watching. We'll have you on in the background and Barry will be with us. We'll be here on Friday with Mark, of course. Uh, tomorrow night, it's going to be Craig Moore. We'll be here with Andy Walker. And then Barry and I back on Sunday at 2. News is next and then it's going to be Joe Kilday. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom in Kennishead Road, Darnley. Let's go! 
there's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first-class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. 